The doorbell rings. You swing open the door to see Claire standing at the step, a bottle of wine in hand. She grins at you. Come in, come in, you say. She tells you about her week as you enter the kitchen, water bubbling on the stove. You open a jar of pasta sauce to heat up. It's Friday, and all you two want to do is drink some wine and have some pasta. Claire sets the bottle down on the counter. So, my audiobook is done. Yeah? You smile and dig out the wine opener. Yeah, I'm just figuring out some logistics before it's published. Like what? Well, whether I want to go exclusive or not. I'm really torn and not really sure what to do. You stare at Claire. You're still working on your audiobook and haven't reached that stage yet. Exclusive or not? You ask. What does that mean? Hi, and welcome to Cover to Cover, a bi-weekly podcast that teaches you how to write, produce, and market your audiobook. I'm your host, Isabel Monjo from Cued Up Audio, and today I want to talk about audiobook exclusivity with Audible. In this episode, we'll explore a little bit more about what that actually means and weigh the pros and cons so that you as an author can make an informed decision. Folks, I'm going to warn you, it's going to be a little bit of a tongue twister for a moment. So let's get into it. Audible's audiobook publishing platform, which produces and sells books, is also known as Audiobook Creation Exchange, or ACX. ACX is owned through Audible, and Audible is owned by Amazon. Through ACX, authors can have their audiobooks distributed to Audible, Amazon, and iTunes. However, there is some nuance to this, which we're going to get into. So how does this relate to exclusivity? Well, as ACX is the dominant marketplace for audiobook creation, most authors will find that they interact with ACX at some point. ACX has two types of distribution contracts, exclusive and non-exclusive. If an author chooses exclusivity with ACX, then their audiobook will be distributed to Audible, Amazon, and iTunes only. If you go the non-exclusive route, otherwise known as going wide, you can distribute to more channels. However, you will have a significantly lower royalty rate. Needless to say, it's a tough decision. You pour a glass of wine. Say that again, you ask. Claire rubs her temple. If I choose ACX exclusive, then I will earn a 40% royalty rate. Wow, that's high. Yep, Claire says, highest royalty in the publishing industry. But, you ask, but it means that my audiobook will only be available on Audible, Amazon, and iTunes. You think for a moment. So, your book won't be available on Libro FM, Libby, apps like that? Exactly. But if I choose non-exclusive, it would be. Only thing is that my royalty would be 25%. So if you choose ACX exclusive, you'll earn more on each book, but your book won't be available on every platform. If you make it available on other platforms, you'll only earn 25%. Claire sips her wine. There's more. It gets complicated. As we've discussed in previous episodes, the audiobook market is growing, and with it, Audible. A behemoth of a brand, Audible makes up about 41% of all audiobook sales, according to the Codex Group research. Combined with purchases on Amazon.com, they dominate about two-thirds of the entire audiobook market. In some verticals, Audible controls about 90% of the audiobook space. That's a lot. If you choose 
ACX exclusive, you still have access to a large part of the audiobook market. You'll earn 40% on royalties, which is the highest royalty in traditional publishing. Not a bad deal. However, ACX exclusive does have some limitations. ACX sets the price of your book. This is a huge factor to consider, especially if ACX decides that your book is only worth a few dollars. That 40% royalties could look like $1. It could look like less. Either way, the choice is not up to you. While Audible, Amazon, and iTunes make up a large percentage of the audiobook market, it's not the entire market. If you want to sell your book through a personal website, you will only be able to do so by going non-exclusive. As mentioned, other apps like Libby or Libro.fm will not carry your book. Though they may not be as huge of an influence as Audible, they are an ethical alternative. They support local libraries and independent bookstores when readers purchase audiobooks through their platform. ACX Exclusive, on the other hand, does not distribute to libraries or bookstores. Libraries are a great way to rack up some royalties for authors. They can also spur word-of-the-mouth advertisement. For example, libraries can single out new books, their favorite books, or relevant books to the current times. Like staff picks in bookstores, this visibility can be especially important in boosting the reputation of your book. While Audible does not explicitly delve into every detail of how they provide royalties, some authors have posted that the 40% and the 25% payout is not exactly true. One blog explained how Audible pays authors on net sales, not individual sales of books, which is easier to manipulate through lowering the price of your book at any given time. Although I can't confirm this on the Audible site, it's important to keep in mind that you may not receive the same 40% or 25% for every book bought if the price keeps fluctuating. Additionally, if you choose to do a royalty share or pay for production option in your contract, that 40 or 25% will drastically change. I don't say this to scare you, more to say that the royalty percentages aren't the only factor to consider. There's a lot to unpack here, and we will continue to explore this topic throughout our show. For now, though, it's important to understand the basics of the decision to go exclusive or not. You sprinkle Parmesan cheese on top of the pasta. Claire grabs the plates, you the wine, and you both sit down at the table. You dig into your meal, the taste of butter and cheese on your tongue. Claire finishes chewing. What do you think I should do? She asks. They both have pros and cons, you say. She nods. The royalty is higher on one, but there's limitations. With non-exclusive, you can sell through more avenues, but the pay is lower. Even then, I need to take those numbers with a grain of salt. You set your fork down. I think it comes down to what you want as a writer. Do you want to sell on your site? Do you want to support local bookstores and libraries? Or do you want to potentially maximize the earnings you make through one platform? I don't think one is necessarily better than the other. It's more about what's best for you. Claire sips her wine. I think you're right. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cover to Cover. Join me every other Monday to hear more about how to get your friends and family listening to your story from cover to cover. For even more free knowledge, follow us on Twitter at Cued Up Audio or myself at Izzy's underscore Inc underscore. And if you'd like some help turning your manuscript into an audiobook, 
contact us at myaudiobookagency.com.